I'm Tish. I'm Juliana. And this is In the Movies. This week we're talking about Coraline and 3D movie technology. Very exciting. Yay. We know it's been a long time since we've done like just a regular yeah. standard podcast. <laughs> Took it a, seems a little weird. A slightly so elongated break. <laughs> really unintentional. I don't know what happened. I know. I think we're well, planning one specific episode, which we're still putting it off, and then, and then I got a new job, then you got a new job, and then, you know, yeah, we managed to keep up with the I know Doctor Who podcast. <laughs> oh well, we Ooh, some we're back. Fun special one, drunk episodes. Yeah, and now we get Coraline. If you have the new iOS 9. You can watch it on... You can watch it. Okay. (laughs) You can listen to it on half speed. It's twice the fun. Yeah. I said that on the... Oh, on the... blog post of the last one. I was like, P.S. This is a fun thing I discovered. It's If you listen to this on iTunes on your iPhone... Yeah. And you listen to it on half speed, because you can choose the speed. It doesn't matter what you're listening to. You listen to anything... The, they'll sound super drunk and like slurred yeah. and like <laughs> well like and it makes me feel like I don't enunciate I know me too <laughs> or I say something like really fast and listening to it on half speed is just, just all like, blurred together one like string of like sound. how does anyone understand me talking that um and laughter like when we laugh uh, and stuff uh, <laughs> it weird. sounds so creepy <sighs> so there's always that what? Yeah. <laughs> Try that out, guys, with your favorite podcast. It was particularly hilarious to listen to ourselves, because we were actually drunk. Yeah. And then to hear it like that makes you sound like you are, like, about really to pass drunk. out drunk. <laughs> like, slur it. It's so funny. <sighs> Fun fact. Okay. Yes. So, Tish, what have you watched lately? Well, Julianne... <laughs> okay. It's been a long time since we talked about what we watched. I know, and I... Um, I watched a couple, like, action movies. I watched the new Furious 7. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Things go boom. Um, weird CGI Paul Walker, like, yeah. watching for when it's, it's him like and when brother, it's like his brother, right? That, like, they stood just in for him and then they, like, did yeah. the CGI or whatever. Yeah. They did the best they could. He died. What are you gonna do? Yeah. And then there's, like, a really sad, like, farewell at the end. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of, like... I know they have to write out the character, but I was like, this is more for Paul Walker than the character. Like, yeah, it, well, I mean, I, I guess when you've done seven movies with the guy, it was, I think... Yeah, but, I don't know, just as a movie, if I didn't know anything about these actors, I would be like, it wouldn't have been as emotional as, like, knowing this guy is actually dead. Yeah. Which is just, like, took me out of the movie. Not <laughs> that I was, like, so engrossed in the amazing <laughs> story, but... Anyway, uh, and I also watched Colombiana with, um... Zoe Saldana. Yep, her name escaped me. And she's also in The Losers. I yeah. That. Was that good? That also is What's-His-Face yeah. in Chris it. Chris Evans. Nope. Jeffrey Dean yeah. Morgan. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Two of the reasons I watched it. Chris <laughs> Evans and Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Um, Chris Evans is just a little too clean cut for me. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's cute. In that movie, he looks like a dork. He has, like, round glasses and, like, spiky hair. 
But uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, mm, looking mm. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a fun action movie. Cool stuff. Sexy times with Zoe Saldana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I watched two newer movies, or I guess new DVD. I finally got to watch them. Uh, Ex Machina. I want to see it so bad. I just haven't gotten there. I want to see it so bad. I'm so excited. It's really good. I know. I've he- that's all I've heard. I've not <laughs> heard one disparaging thing about this Because I don't want to say anything about I know. it, except that it's really <laughs> Don't good. give anything away. Uh, and I watched Wild with, uh, with Reese Witherspoon. I saw it was up on Netflix, and I was, like, interested. But I liked is it. Is it good? Yeah. It's her, like, story of her, like, hiking the Pacific Crest yeah. Trail. And then, like, interspersed, like, flashbacks of her shitty life that led her like, to that choice. With Reese Witherspoon, I sometimes, like, I can't decide if I love her or hate her. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's Flip really good. flop with her. Um, yeah, it's really good. It reminded me of, like, um, that movie Into the Wild, because mm-hmm. it's the same kind of concept, someone doing that, or like story like eat pray love or something where she's going on like a journey and yeah. reflecting back on her life and at the end you're going to be like yes I want to like do something and then you just and continue you to lay in bed but yeah. <laughs> you know it's inspiring yeah um, yeah good. so I really recommend those two I have done a very poor movie watching job. She's been cheating on movies with sports. A lot of sports. Okay, for those of you who understand, I mean, this is a critical time. Football just started, hockey's starting like next week, but it's already preseason, which are my two big ones. Plus, on top of that, the Toronto Blue Jays actually have a team this year and are going to the playoffs for the first time in 22 years. They don't always have a team? No, they always have a team. They just they usually suck. Oh, you mean like they have a they real have a team? team. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been watching a lot of sports and a lot of TV because uh, it's September and like new things are starting. And I was like, I haven't watched any of last year's TV, particularly Shonda Rhimes. I've just been on like a hardcore Shonda <laughs> Rhimes kick. I watched last year's Grey's Anatomy, and I'm mostly through last year's Scandal. And I did go to the movies with my mom. We saw The Intern with Anne Hathaway. It was actually kind of cute. You know, it's what you expect it to be. But it was cute. It was like my mom and me. You know, it was like a... I went to another movie. I just can't think of what it was. Went to a movie? Yeah. I can't remember. I can't remember. Paid money? You can't remember. I know. Nothing good has come out lately. (sighs) I don't know Summer movies are done. I have no idea. Yeah, I know. We haven't done this in, like... <laughs> I don't know what it was. Anyway. So there's that. If you remember later. If I remember later, <laughs> I'll shout it out in the middle. Um, so, yeah. I'm, I'm bad, bad. I'm bad. Bad me. Bad movie me. For shame. For shame, indeed. All right. New trailers. Not much. No, not a lot that, like... I mean, I've we, seen a lot have come yeah, out. Yeah, but not that I've been interested. Not that I'm interested in. Um... I mentioned this mostly because we, uh, when we did our big, long, entirely movie news podcast, we talked about the Disney, um, live action Disney movies that are coming out, and The Jungle Book was one of them that we were like, 
I don't know about this. It's animals, but like mm. live action, but like not live action, but like they're talking because like they're animals, so it's like CG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and the trailer came out, and honestly, when I was done that, I was like, I don't know about this. It's like live action, but it's animals. <laughs> so I, st- I still, I don't know. I really don't have a desire to see it. Yeah, I have no attachment to like the original Disney movie, and. Yeah, I don't really know what this... It looks very dark and serious. Mm-hmm, this for little sure. boy, and there's like a giant monkey ape thing, and snake. Scarlett Johansson is a snake. Ka. Ka. <laughs> the snake like hypnotizes me. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it'll look amazing, but... Okay. <laughs> Julianne is trying to hypnotize me like a snake. I don't think it's working. It's totally working. <laughs> I don't know. I I have my only attachment is to the Bare Necessities song because it's my favorite tongue twister to warm up for theater with. I don't think that'll be in this movie. <laughs> I probably not. Like He's probably not going to like the live action bear is not going to like break out into just, uh, You pick a paw paw or a prickly pear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it didn't seem like that kind no. of movie. Um, the other trailer I put down that I watched that was interesting that was... I just watched. That we just watched together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was for the movie Room. It looks interesting. I don't really know if I understand it. I don't understand it, but I'm interested. I am also interested. It's, uh, if you don't know, Brie Larson, who I think is amazing. hmm Um, it's like her and her young son in, like, this little shed thing that they call room. Like, that's where they live. But then the trailer suggests that they get out, or at least he gets out, and they're out in the world. And it's very confusing, because it seems like there's police, and they're separating, like, bad times out in the world, but also, like, you're gonna live the world, and we're happy, and... Well, like, but the police, that's when I thought that it was, like, somebody had kidnapped them type of a... Yeah. I don't know exactly the story there. Yeah, I don't know how it started. But it, it looks interesting for sure. I'm, there must be, like, some really, like, good twist or something in there. Like, mm-hmm. it's too odd of a situation not to, to be, like, yeah. brilliant. And also, it's already been in, like, festivals and stuff and getting that, it, really good it reviews. based on a book. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I should just go read the book. Yeah, or, like, a, yeah, I'm sure we could find a better summary of the story then if mm-hmm. <laughs> the book's already out. Anyway, that's about it for it what for looked interesting. Go watch the room trailer. Yeah. It's interesting. And that, I think, was just maybe a teaser trailer. There might be a proper trailer. Yeah. Right now. I don't well, know. I was like, it's a minute and a half. It wasn't like nothing. Yeah. But it did say teaser trailer. Okay. Okay. Movie news? Oh, we have a little bit. Again, there's been a lot since we last talked about movie news. There's been a lot, but we we'll figure a couple interesting things. We figure you've seen most of the movie news and that you don't just need us to sit here and repeat it to you. Yeah, I don't think people were listening to this for their movie news. No. But except for the movie news one. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Um, it's more like us talking about things you already know about in the movie news. Yes. So we want to talk about... Disney. Disney. Because we always talk about Disney. Um, this is like a month ago now, but uh, the Disney convention D23 was 
like in August. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of stuff happened because Disney now owns Star Wars and Marvel, so there is tons of shit going on. But we are interested in their slate for new animated movies coming up in the next, like, this year to 2018. Yeah. They think ahead. Um, so, yeah, let's just talk about there's They're all pretty much fairy tales. So there's Gigantic, which Ooh. is Jack and the Beanstalk. Yeah, and it's animated? Like, it's going to be proper animated? I think, um, yeah. I don't know. It's animated. Yeah. This is all animated stuff. Yeah, I know it's all animated. I was wondering if it was going to be, like, um, computer animated or, like, pencil paper animated. Uh, but based on the pictures, I mean, this computer. is, like, concept art. Yeah. The way that the little girl's face looks, looks very much, like, tangled. Yeah. So I'm guessing... Excuse me. It's going to be, like, the modern... But apparently there'll be lots of songs. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be cool. It's about... The songs are going to be written by the people that wrote Let It Go. So they will be stuck in your head forever as well. Ever and ever. Um, Yeah, so Jack goes, climbs the beanstalk and finds an 11-year-old giant girl. So I think that'll be interesting. Yeah. Not just him and the golden goose or whatever it's about. Yeah. With a little girl in there. So that's for 2018. We have to wait for that. Mm-hmm. This is what um, I'm really excited about. Yeah, the next Disney princess. Yay, Disney princess. going to be a Pacific Islander princess named Moana. Mm-hmm. I think that's cool. Yeah, I yay, like the diversity. Yay. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be fun. And it's um, something about like a demigod and a quest and <laughs> the rock is going to be the demigod. Yeah. So, I think that's going to be cool. It sounds fun. I'm excited. We don't really know much about it, considering it's coming out next year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, maybe that's part of, they want to keep it a mystery. (laughs) I know, they tell us about these things, like, years in advance, but they don't give us much. Yeah. Because they're still fucking making it. (laughs) Um, Coco is about... Uh, Dia de Martos, Day of the Dead, which I'm excited about just because I love Day of the Dead yeah. style stuff. I have, like, several sugar skulls yes. in my home. I have lots of skulls, and several of those I have, like, the traditional Day of the Dead design on them. Yeah. And we I both really I can count, loved... like, three yep. in that one direction I'm looking. Those are kind of like it, too. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> lots and lots. That's what's at Michael's this year for Halloween. It's like so much skull stuff. Like the one new one I got over there. Oh, cool. And I'm like, I saw it in the store. I'm like, oh my God, I want it. Oh. Mm. Guys, if you don't know, m- like half the decor in my apartment is Michael's Halloween decorations. <laughs> like yeah. so much stuff. Like all those cool frames had scary pictures in them. <laughs> but that's cool. Anyway, so I'm really excited about this just because I'm sure it'll look really cool. Yeah, um, it'll, I think, it, I mean, it's going to be so colorful. Yeah, and so pretty. Um, all we have is, like, a very simple poster. We don't have any artwork for it's it, but... It's colorful. It'll, yeah, it's colorful. Um, it's about a 12-year-old boy named Coco. Um, and the idea from the movie comes from a simple question. What if you can meet your long-dead family members? I say, oh, sounds like the book of life. Yep. <laughs> Which I loved. Which, yes, and... It, it was, was beautiful, and it was a good story. It was. 
So it was also Disney and Pixar can do something. First friend date. Was our first date? Yeah. Just so you know. And we saw it in 3D. Speaking of 3D. Yeah. Um, so we have to wait till ugh, fall of 2017 for that. For a while. Uh, I kind of wish I didn't hear about this stuff I know, so far in advance. I know. And then the next one, let's Toy all St- be shocked. Toy Story 4. Because we always need more Toy Story. I get that people love Toy Story. I love the first Toy Story. Yeah. I kind of like the second Toy Story. Yeah. By the time we got to the third Toy Story, I was like, why are we still making Toy Stories? And now I just don't care. Toy Story 3 was, like, disturbing and weird. They were kidnapped. Everyone was I evil. Know. They almost died in a like fire. That, that bear is fucking... I'm sorry. There's a problem there. I was like, that bear is Toy Story weird. is taking a turn. It is no longer, like, happy child story. There is some serious shit going on here. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. This is apparently going to be a love story between Woody and Bo Peep. And that's my other thing. We don't need it. It's kind of, I get it. Like, they always have the little flirting, even, like, back in the first movie. And yeah. it was, like, kind of cute. Like, we don't need a love story. Yeah. It's whatever. Summer 2017. Whatever. Uh, the next one we're going to see, we as people, <laughs> um, not us personally, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't think either of us are, like, overly enthused. Uh, the Good Dinosaur. It already has trailer and stuff out because it comes out in November. Yeah. I don't like how it looks because the little dinosaur looks ridiculously cartoonish and everything else looks really realistic. Yeah, it's a weird, like, juxtaposition. I don't like it. I don't have as many issues with it as Tish does, but I just don't love this. I just, I'm not that interested in the story, so. It might be maybe just too childish. Yeah. Like a little dinosaur making friends with a little boy, like. Yeah. Plus anything that has a baby in it. Yeah. Not big on babies. Some of these I'm just like, oh, this is a kid's movie. I don't need to see this. But Mm -hmm. like. The next Disney princess. Yeah, I'm going to see that. I'm going to see that. Like Frozen was good. Like all those ones are pretty good and entertaining. Agreed. But, yeah, maybe I don't need to see a baby dinosaur and a baby human. Yeah. But I'll probably see Incredibles 2. I will, too. Yay. Yeah. The We're Still Incredibles. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) I think it'll be cool because it's a whole family and there's kids, so we'll get to see them, like, a little bit more grown up. Yeah. Well, the first one was really good, so I think it's, you know. Yeah. I didn't really finish that sentence. I was like, yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, you know how things are good. (laughs) They're good. Um, One other thing I wanted to mention, it's not really new, but I finally got around to seeing it, is, um, I guess maybe it was like last year, um, Twilight, Stephanie Meyer people had this, like, competition called the Storytellers New Voices of the Twilight Saga. I knew nothing about it. Um, it was, as far as I know, a search specifically for young female filmmakers, writers, and directors, and I think they, like, submitted a proposal, and then seven of them got to make their short film based on the Twilight world, but they couldn't change anything, so they're all stories of, like, the vampires and their, like, previous life before Bella and Edward stuff. Sure. Anyway, I watched them all. They're all, like, very well made. Obviously, like, they had, like, tons of money behind them. Um, 
Alice was a very popular character to make because she had the whole, like, being in a mental institution, having visions. That was her backstory. And, yeah, there were just some cool stories about, like, vampires and... I don't know. They were good. I just want to recommend it because it's female filmmakers. I'm all about the female filmmakers. And even if you're not I into don't care the if Twilight, it's about Twilight world, or not, we should be promoting female filmmakers. Yeah, and it's not really in that Twilight world, so you don't have to know the Twilight story to watch them. Mm-hmm. It's just if you do, you've got like a little bit of knowledge of like, ooh, I know kind of what they're what they're who going. these characters are. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they were really cool. Not all of them were great, but. Um, links will be on the blog if you want to check out that site. Like, the whole competition thing is done, so I just watched them, which was cool. Alright, let's get to let's it. Let's get to it. Coraline! Coraline! From 2009. <laughs> <laughs> uh, directed by Henry Selick. Who I mean, likes to hear himself talk. You had to talk for the bed behind the scenes. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, who you may know from directing The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. Uh, he also wrote it, and it's based on a book by Neil Gaiman. <laughs> starring who we all love. Yes. Love Neil Gaiman. Uh, starring the voices of Dakota Fanning, Terry Hatcher, Jennifer Saunders, and Don French, John Hodgman, Ian McShane, etc., those are the famous ones. <laughs> gotcha. Um, so we just watched this together. Yes, I had only, I'd never seen the whole thing. I watched half of it in Cornwall with an ex-boyfriend when I was dating him in university. Thank um, you for the backstory. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I need to know the conditions of your viewing. Um, and we didn't finish it. I don't know. I, I saw it. <laughs> in theaters because I was really excited for it because it's totally like my style um it was available in 3D but I did not see it in 3D just because I was with my friend and it didn't work out whatever I kind of regret that because it would have looked really good in the real D 3D but I did buy the special edition DVD that comes with a 3D version with 3D glasses yes and so when we watched it today we started out in 3D. Started, but we got about half, half an hour? Yeah. Half an hour, and we were like, okay, I get the point, my eyes kind of hurt. And then, it turns out, we saw green and pink, (laughs) so. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about this more in, like, the technology, but, like, these glasses were, um, green on the left, pink on the right, as opposed to blue on the right Right and red red on on the the left. left. Yeah. Anyway, when we took them off and just looked at, like, the white table or, like, anything, we realized that the eye that had pink, if we looked out just that eye, everything looked slightly green. <laughs> and then the opposite for the other eye. Because it was, your eyes compensate. Compensating. It's yeah. really bizarre. That's part of the reason we took them off, is because the, the color... Yeah, you don't see pretty much anything. We blue stood we out. We saw her, like, yeah, the blue, and I found, like, her yellow raincoat, I yeah. could tell it was yellow, but that's, like, when we took them off and you see the color, especially of, like, the alternate world, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful, and I was like, it looked, like, slightly less gray than the real world. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, with the glass, like, these 3D glasses aren't meant to do color, really, 
Yeah. And they can't, so it kind of dulled everything, except for, like, a few shades, like the blues and her yellow coat. And everything else either looked kind of greeny or pinky or just dull. So it's really, like, a disservice to this beautiful movie to watch it like that. I'd agree. And, like, some things look cool in the 3D, but, I don't know, after a while, I was like, it takes you a while to get used to it, and then you just kind of, like, it's not enough stuff to make 3D worth it. Yeah. And sometimes it just, I don't know, my eyes didn't focus or something, or, like, things that were supposed to be further away didn't line up, so it wasn't clear, so you're also missing, like, all the beautiful little details of this little stop-motion world. So beautiful. So you've seen this movie several times, I imagine. Yeah, I haven't like overwatched it. No, fortunately, but it's good. Yeah, I I love it. It's a cute movie. It's hard not yeah. to kind of like. I, I know. kind of love Wyborn. Why? I love. <laughs> I love his name, YB. I know. Like I would name a dog that or something. I think it's so cute. <laughs> YB. Yeah, he was added for the movie. He wasn't. He in wasn't the in the book, which I think is good. She needed a. Friend. She needed a friend. Yeah, someone her own age to really to. You talk, know what I mean? Talking to herself, to herself. Apparently, yeah. Well, but in a book, it's so much easier to do like thought. Yes. You know what I mean? Whereas it's, you can't do that in a. Yeah, and he was like a really important part of the movie. Yeah, and his grandma. I don't know how that fit in. Maybe. Well, maybe. I probably should have looked this up. I don't actually... <laughs> like, maybe she so must have still been there because she rents out the place. I yeah. don't know. Maybe she finds out from, like, ghost sister that she's the sister or something. I don't know. But then, mm. like, and she gets the doll from him. Libby's yeah. very important in the yeah. movie. <laughs> well, I'm not totally sure, but that's cool that they added him for the movie. Yeah. And I like seeing, um, like, little girl and little boy friends. So do I. Yeah. So do With, I, like, no you. even insinuation no, of, like, they're just, when they grow up, they're going to be together because they're friends and they're little. No, like, I don't feel that with these two at all. They're just no, friends. She, like, totally, like, picks on them. Yeah. It's more of a typical, like, girls are like, ew, boys. Yeah. And she just, like, punches them in the arm all the time, calls them, why She's, were you born? <laughs> it, of course she does, because that's, yeah. that's all you think of when you hear his name. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's talk about Coraline and how amazing a character she is. I love her. She's very, like, full character. Like, you see, like, like, her little habits and stuff, I find. Yeah. I just think she's, like, right away we see her, she's exploring. Yeah. Trying to find water. Independent. All by, yeah, all by herself. She meets YB and immediately just, like, teases him and is like, whatever, I don't need you. Very like, self-assured. Yeah. Little girl. I like that. Yeah, so do I. I, I think know. it might be also part because her parents, like, ignore her a lot. Yeah, so I she, don't. And she's an only child, so she's kind of had to develop that, like, well, I'll just go play by myself. I found it hard to tell if, like... I almost feel like the parents in the first part, in order to, like, show the dichotomy of those parents and, like, her other mother, mm-hmm. were, like, worse than they actually were, you know what I mean? Like, like through the child's eyes, kind yeah, of, like... Yeah, that perspective thing. Yeah. 
sense too, like what she's like ten or something. Yeah. Like to her, her parents being like, "Oh, I have to work," is like the worst thing you can hear. Yeah. Like, so oh I my f- god, pay attention to me. Let me play in the mud. <laughs> yeah. You're so terrible. Like, so I feel like part of that is like just showing her perspective of it, which I yeah. like. I'm just saying, you know, mm-hmm. that's really like the moral of the story. Is like yeah. she thinks her parents are so horrible, and then this parent, they do a good job. Their mother. At first, I'm like, that's a bad mom. Pay attention to your kid. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a little bit of that. Like, why are you ignoring your child? Because they seem like they're really, like, almost neglectfully yeah. ignoring their child. But realistically, it's more like... Oh, they have They're to writing, work. they're on a deadline. Yeah. They just moved in. Well, she's and in I think... a neck brace, so yeah. she's, like, not feeling great. And, like, yeah. Well, that and... I think, like, okay, they're writers, like... They're home during the day, but they still have work. You know what I mean? Like, it's a... Yeah, that's tough be, for kids That would be hard with... Yeah, exactly. Like, because you think, oh, mom's home. Like, she's home she's for home. me. home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? I'm sure I would have thought that if my parents, like, didn't work outside the home. Yeah. Work outside the home. It's just such a ridiculous phrase. Such a, like, politically <laughs> correct phrase. To not offend people who work in the home. Homemakers. the home. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah, I think that'd be difficult for a kid. Especially a girl like her who needs, like, constant stimulation. Yeah, like, she's fucking ADD, right? Like, (laughs) (laughs) she just wants to explore, and, like, she goes to her dad, and he, like, gives her a notebook, like, go count things, and she... She does it. She does it. Yeah, because she's like, oh, something to do. Explore this crazy house. Yeah. So I think she's a great female character. Yeah. Just a little role model, too, for, like, little girls to be like, yeah, I'm going to go play in the mud and go exploring. And, like, save the world. Yeah. Find things and explore and, like, the boy is just a sidekick, not the girls. I know. He's really just tags along, you know. He helps her in the end, but he just tags along. Stalks her. She figures it out all by herself. Yep. And she learns to appreciate her parents. The cat is more helpful than the boy. That's true. The cat. <laughs> I love the cat. I hate cats, but I like this cat. You hate cats. I'm not a big cat person. I like cats, but I'm allergic to them. I'm a cat person without a cat. I'm a dog <laughs> person. With a dog. With a with a dog. Good for you. And it's getting cold out, so he's sleeping up on my bed with me again. <laughs> he's so big and cuddly. Yes. He would eat that cat. <laughs> but the cat's cool. The cat's kind of like Cheshire-y cat Yeah, because he disappears. And he has being... like... Is his eyes two different colors? That was bad English. Are his eyes two different <laughs> colors? Slightly? Maybe it was the glasses. They're both blue. I thought like one was kind of like blue and was kind of like greedy blue. Maybe. Maybe I'm crazy. I could also be crazy. I'm going to look up a photo of the cat. Okay. Okay. Um, what else should we talk about? We didn't make notes because we just watched it. The neighbors. The neighbors. We've got Mrs. Miss Spink. Spurk? Spink? I don't know. April and Miriam. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's... Right? Aren't they April and Miriam? Spink? Enforceable. I know that one. She's the one with the boobs. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, Miss April Spink 
and Miss Miriam Forcible. Um, we decided that's us. Yeah, we get gonna old. be us. We're gonna live together, and we're gonna. I'm gonna know. force Tish to have nine thousand <laughs> dogs. Oh, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe one dog. And um, yeah, we're gonna be the crazy old ladies that live in some weird apartment. That new neighbor girl comes to visit and is like, "These women are crazy." Yeah. And Juliana wants a theater. Yeah, in our home, like they do in the So we can do Shakespeare. (laughs) (laughs) I just want it as a movie theater to watch movies. On high. Juliana perform. (laughs) Julius Caesar for the next fortnight. (laughs) That was one of their posters. I know. Julius Caesar and what was the other one? King Lear. King Lear. I was like, those are like so clever like little like adults will get yeah. the joke details I thought it I, I love when um like animated movies do little things like that yeah and like speaking of that we we're talking about like they don't really shy away from like those ladies being like almost naked, naked. Yeah, in the <laughs> other world when they perform yeah you know, Coraline's like oh my god she's almost naked yeah. and she <laughs> is yeah, the other one's more naked. Yeah, the other one is She's really naked. I know. But I just thought it was great that they allowed that, like, old lady naked. Yeah. And just to put in her little comments of, like, oh, my God, and, like, hiding <laughs> her eyes, like, she's naked, like, a child would react. Instead of just, like, kind of covering them up. Mm-hmm. They were clearly, like, used to be, like, burlesque performers yeah. or something. So. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Plus, we turn out to be beautiful and skinny in the end, but then they also kind of like, and <laughs> also kind of evil. <laughs> when we're old, we're gonna just unzip the old yeah. fat bodies and be like, ah, "We're young and skinny again." <laughs> we have an exciting life to look forward to. Today. Then we're gonna turn into candy. That's okay. I like their candy dishes full of old candy. I, <laughs> but in the end. Very helpful. Yeah, that uh, looking stone. Is that what it's called? A looking stone? I don't know. I have a weird book that I bought once that is about (laughs) a fairy adventure. And it has... And it has that... Does it call it a looking stone? I don't know. Should I go get the book? I was just curious (laughs) if... um, Because, like, it's... I feel like I've seen it somewhere... Looking Stone Coraline. It's part of, like, fairy folklore. It's just called... This book is called The Mystery of the Fool and the Vanisher. I think the vanisher is what the stone is called. The vanisher. Some of these say looking stone, some say seeing stone, and some just call it the stone. The stone is an item. A stone with a hole in it. Well, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, they're supposed to hold like magical properties and stuff. Right? Yeah, you look through it and you can see the fairies and stuff. Yeah, I don't know if this book will name it because this book is. Um, side note: This book is really cool. <laughs> um, it's written as if it's like someone's journal of like this man who like found the stone and like all the stuff and like found fairies and like took pictures of them or something. So I don't know if you would have the, like name for it. Mm. Just cool, side though. note, this weird little book, The Mystery of the Fool and the Vanisher. 
It was like in a kid's book section. I was like, this is too cool to be a kid's book. <laughs> so yeah, that thing was cool. A little bit of like fairy folklore in this movie. Yeah. And then it turns like into that. like, it feels like a video game. Yeah. Because it's like, here's your mission. Find these things. Put them together. So well, the like, And she like finds it and it like, that dis- disintegrates that part of the world. Like, okay, yeah. on to the next on part. On the next you know? level. <laughs> it does have that like little bit of the, that feel to it, but that's okay. It makes it fun. It's like, yeah. it feels different from the rest of the movie where it's kind of like slow and she's back and forth and she's discovering things. And then all of a sudden it's like, crunch time. Let's do this. Yeah, and, like, she says, like, you know, like, oh, make it a game. So they make mm-hmm. it a very literal game. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I, I don't know. I like the whole movie. Me too. It's pretty delightful. Yeah. What do you think about Mr. Bobinski? Bobinski. His body is very weird to look at. I know. Very long, he has skinny, such, like, limbs skinny legs, and, like, and then like his fat the little tummy. So weird. I know. He does like his exercises on the roof, which I just feel is unsafe. But you know, he's an acrobat. He can do it. Apparently, they've all had circus training in this house. Yeah. Even the mice, which do not look like mice, they look like gerbils. I agree. It might be like mice in another part of the world. I don't know. I would be fat, like, Mr. Bobinski in, like, real-world Bobinski, I find, like, fascinating. Let alone, like, actual circus Bobinski, kind of, like, in the made-up world. Yeah. But, like, I don't know, with his, like, crazy mustache and, like, his <laughs> ugly, like, crappy top shirt because his belly's <laughs> too fat to stay under it. Yeah. I don't know. I just love him. He's, like, my favorite character. <laughs> I love Mr. Bobinski. Plus, I love the name Bobinski. I feel Bobinski. like I could say it forever. Bobinski. Bobinski. And she calls her Caroline. Yeah. Which, I'm like, I feel you, girl. My name is Tish, and everyone calls me Trish, and I'm always correcting them. Yeah. I have a Tish and a Trish in my life. So. Oh, get her out of your life. Um, she's my sister-in-law. I'm pretty sure she's married into the family. I don't approve. <laughs> Yeah, well, they've been married for 10 years this October, so... No. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, she was there first. (laughs) I don't care. We're gonna grow all together. That's true. (laughs) That is true. Hopefully with no mice in the house that we're living in. Unless they're acrobatic. Well, that's acceptable. We'll put on... They can put on their shows in our theater. Not theater. In the basement. <laughs> I'm doomed to live in basements for my entire life. <laughs> Gonna end up in a basement again. Oh, God. A big basement. With a big theater. With a big theater. <laughs> which can also be our movie-watching theater. Yeah. You can watch a different movie every night. I watch, like, all-day, everyday movies. I know. That's why I'll be a little We would never baby. leave there. <laughs> that's why we'd be giant fat, right? Yeah, that's why we're going to be so fat. We'll, like, call the little line to get them to, like, bring our groceries in so we don't even have oh, to yeah. go out We're going to be those crazy old ladies who, like, never leave the house. We'll end up with a cat because one just wandered in. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Guys, you have so much to look forward to in our advance. We'll be doing our podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever the future of podcast this technology podcast is in 50 years. is about the movie 
Toy Story 15. <laughs> oh, God. This one, Woody and Bo Peep get a divorce. <laughs> there will be movies, will be like virtual reality, 3D experience. Oh, that's so crazy. by then. Um, okay. Anything else Coraline related? It's Do we just want to talk about the villain? Other mother. Other mother. That's I like a good villain name. But. Yeah, I like the button eyes. I think they're cute. I love the button eyes. They are cute. I would also not let her sew buttons into my eyes. No. That's where it would end. There's like a weird... Like, that's pretty terrifying if you think about it in like a literal oh, sense. Oh, yeah. If this was like a live action movie and there was like a crazy lady chasing you with buttons sewn into her eyes, then it's creepy. In this case, very cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Like, I see it and I'm like, buttons for eyes? That's cute. But like, it's so evil in this movie it's weird um yeah other mother mm-hmm. she's very insect like when she changes when she especially. changes yeah like, even like the suit she wears at one point like, yeah with the like little bum on it yeah it yeah like the wings or something of an insect i feel like when she transforms and she gets all skinny mm-hmm. it kind of is prey is praying mantis like and it reminds yes. me of like the the tractor. Garden tractor and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of insect stuff that's in yeah, She has dragonflies sure. in her room, dragonfly clip. Well, in the whole bug room. That whole bug room, yeah. There's a that's lot of little pretty blatant. insect things. Yeah. yeah. And just the look of other mother. Other mother. For um, sure. I love the song that other father plays. I know. I really want to learn it just to like amuse myself. <laughs> Coraline. She's a peach, she's a doll, she's a pale man. I know. Other father seems fun. Yeah. I know he's a pumpkin, but he still seems fun. <laughs> yeah. I like the other world. Like the garden and stuff is so beautiful. I know and it's gorgeous. But it's Until still, tries like, to it's you. always night, so there's that, like, sinister, like, something is amiss. Yeah, because even when she goes there during the day, it's night, right? Yeah, she wakes up there, and it's still night. Mm-hmm. And I love the tunnel. It's so cool. Yeah. Well, and I like the fact that it's, like, cool, and then, like, when she realizes what the other world is, it's, mm-hmm. like, the most disgusting tunnel mm-hmm. ever, with, like, old, like, cobwebs and old crap in the walls. and Yeah. Daleks rotting away. Daleks. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I like it. I, just I like, like any kind of movie like this or story where, like, it's, I mean, it's pretty old story. A little girl goes through a door or something yeah. into another world. But it's always so cool and, like, reflects her world. It's like another Neil Gaiman story, Mirror Mask, which is one of my I favorite guess. movies. Yeah. It's going to be on my birthday list, so you'll have to watch it. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she like, it's like Wizard of Oz or something like that, where she's in another world and like characters, like people in that world are played by the real life people and she learns a lesson. It's a theme with Gaiman, maybe. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Cool. Should we talk about this kind of technical stuff? Do you want to do technical stuff? Sure. Like how? Oh, like it's how it was made. made? Yeah, we did. Um, we watched a little bit of a special feature, but also mm-hmm. and also, we, I know stop animation. 
generally. If you're not familiar, stop animation. In this case, everything was like puppets. That's Mm -hmm. how they move them. And um, of like various sizes. They had like a whole bunch of sets. Yep. Um, All made by All handmade. Moving one frame at a time. Yeah, like incremental tiny little movements that they then have to take a picture of. Yeah, it's 24 frames per second. If yeah. you didn't know, I think everyone knows that. So And think of how long that movie is. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. A long is um I have some facts written down. Uh it was 140 minutes or one hour forty minutes. 140 minutes? One no, hour. An hour and forty minutes. <laughs> hour and forty minutes. Yeah. Uh, and that was at the time the longest stop motion movie. Has made. one been made longer? Oh, probably not. It's, uh, just the amount of work is, like, overwhelming. Like, I can't even... It takes years to make this movie. I know. I can't even fathom it. Like, it's just To make everything, and then... You really have to love it, to be standing there and moving this puppet so incrementally, and then taking a picture, and then moving incrementally and taking a picture. Like, Mm -hmm. you have to love the project. Like, it takes a hundred times longer to Mm -hmm. make, just get, like, a piece done. Yeah. You'd you be so proud, filming. like, every time you're done, like, a minute and a half, you're like, yeah, oh my That's god, amazing. a minute and a half. That took oh my god. Hands. And, like, because they're characters, they're not just moving their bodies, their facial expression yeah, moves. Yeah, So move. they're replacing their head and parts of their face. Yeah. It does get um, a little bit CGI'd after, like, frame by frame, they, like, erase lines and things of, like, the pieces putting together. Yeah, so like, there's that on too. the deleted scenes, you could kind of see, like, the puppet's yeah, lines like and line stuff, because they hadn't... where their eyes are. They hadn't... Yeah, that they can obviously change the eyes out and stuff like that. I yeah, see. and they, like, I think it's, they pop on, like, the bottom half of the face. Yeah, so, I mean, but that's... Like, they don't CGI the whole movie. It's just kind of, no, like, no. erasing. Erasing the little blemishes. Yeah, and, um, like, you can see, like, the really elaborate sets and, like, the garden and all that stuff. I'm thinking for them, like, some things they would do, like, just on a green screen and composite stuff together. Yeah. So you don't have to get every single thing. You moving perfectly at the same time in every single frame. For sure, frame. No. That's just, like, a million times more work. You're not just, like, moving one Yeah, person. no, you kind of just do the one You're thing, and like then you put all of flowers. the pieces together. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, oh, God. I, I don't know. I don't think I'd have the patience for it. I've tried it, just little things, and even just, like, moving a little thing around. So tedious. Yeah. But, but it looks beautiful it's when it's so done. Nice. And they were also filming it in 3D. Which means that they, when they film in 3D, they have two cameras. Yes. We'll mm. talk about this more, but basically because we have two eyes and they have to be like eye length I, with, with the part. But because they're making tiny little puppets, if you made it at like normal eye with the part, it would be as if your face was like down here and you were looking at like a nine inch puppet, like yeah. two inches from your face and it would look nuts. And like things would be like very seemingly spaced out, like miles between them yeah. and stuff. It would be like you are there down with her in this yeah. world, but you're too big for this world. Like yeah. it would look really weird. So they don't have two cameras. They have one camera that moves slightly, just the width of like her 
eyes. So you're to scale. Yeah, like millimeters. Yeah. Which I thought was a really fun fact when I learned that. It was. That's crazy. Like, that though. makes sense. You yeah. have to be like her size to make it look like you're in this world. Yeah. Otherwise, you looks looks like you're a down there in the set. Otherwise, the it's gigantic. Yeah. The new Disney movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, what other fun facts? I kind of said it takes a long time. I don't know. Um, there were a total of over 200,000 possible face combinations That's for Coraline. so crazy. That's crazy. That's... It took months to build this stuff. Mm-hmm. There's also... I think you can find it on YouTube somewhere the special video about the woman who knitted her sweat Coraline sweaters and stuff like with tiny little knitting needles like the size of like sewing needles like it's so crazy literally knitting tiny little sweaters and pants <laughs> and stuff that's crazy the amount of like details just I know they really like they the attention to detail for this film is pretty impeccable. Mm -hmm. That's why when we were watching it with the 3D glasses on, I was like, I know I'm missing like so many little things that I want to see because I just can't focus on them. Or they're like lost because it's all like dull looking. Um, One other fun fact that I had was uh, the ghost children Mm-hmm. Um, they call the other mother more. They call the other mother the Bell Dam, which I don't think I really understood when I first watched it. I just thought it sounded like Bedlam, that famous yeah mental institution. Mental That's institution. kind of how I associated it. Um, but apparently, it's a reference to John Keats' 1819 poem, "La Belle Dame sans merci." That's French. Uh, which literally means <laughs> beautiful lady without mercy. I don't know if I was pronouncing it good. I don't speak the French very often. I don't speak the French very often either. Uh, and the poem is about a knight who meets a beautiful fairy's child and something. Anyway, that's what the bell dam She's means. Beautiful but horrible. Yes. That's pretty uh, accurate. Yeah, she's her other mother. Horrible inside. Yeah. With her beauty mark that differentiates her from real mother. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. I didn't even notice when she was like skinny. She has it even when she's like normal other mother, not crazy bug other mother. Beauty mark. Beauty mark means evil, guys. Always. Or have one, but... (laughs) Or, since Other Mother was, like, her ideal mother, maybe it means ideal beauty? Yeah. Might have been that little hint of, like, slightly more beautiful, more this, more that. Everything she wants. Female representation in the film. Tish did the research for this. Apparently the female... Or do you want to do female representation or crew tally? Okay, well, what do we think about female representation? Good. I think it's, it's good. It's good, for sure. I'd even go as far to say, like, better than good. <laughs> but I don't know if I'd say great. What would make it great? I don't know. Because that's my thing. I'm like, I, I can't don't think of anything wrong. I feel like I don't know what great is until I see it, and then I'll know it's great. <laughs> <laughs> 
I feel like there's always room for improvement. Maybe. Yeah. But I was thinking, like, female representation is literally, like, how many females? And I felt like... Well, there's more females there's plenty. than... Yeah. And I don't feel like it would have made well, and it you get, better like, to change any of those characters to female. No. And you get a variety of females in it. Yes. So, and I like that. Between the old ladies downstairs and mom and other mother and Coraline, like... Yeah. And I don't feel like she should have had a female friend no. or, like, anything else. Like, I felt like that was all fine. Yeah. And then as far as the characters, like, none of them were horrible stereotypes. I mean, they were kind of stereotypes, but not... They weren't, like, two-dimensional. Like, they all served their purpose. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, don't think anything was, like, made me go, like, ugh, like, that trope again. <laughs> like, why are we representing women this way? Like, obviously, Other Mother <laughs> Like was, we do with every other movie. <laughs> yeah. Other Mother was a classic, like, evil stepmother kind of villain thing. Yeah. Which has been done. But... To me, just because it was from Coraline's perspective, it all seemed like this is how this little girl views the world, and like I suppose parents who don't let you play in the mud are like the worst, and like everything's terrible. And mom who stays at home and cooks for you. Yeah, I want a mom is like op- almost like better than my mom, but also in some ways like opposite. opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So great. I guess. I give it like, like an a, a minus, an a. I don't know. I, I could do a minus. I could feel a minus. I could feel a minus. I just don't have any major problems with it, so I don't. No, the crew tally, on the other hand, two out of thirteen, plus the lady who knits sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> two out of thirteen of the five top I ones know. that we count, but that's not great. But no. It's just, it's just not great. It's just, that's not great. That is the opposite. And I think they're both producers, which is typical. Yeah. So there's only a couple women, it's because they're producers, because that's the most, yeah. But obviously there was a woman who knit sweaters. (laughs) In the behind the scenes things, there are women animators that I saw, like, doing stuff. It's not like there are no women. No. But... But not in the not, not in the directing or writing top or five roles. Shame, shame. Rotten Tomatoes. Critics gave it ninety percent, which yeah. is really high for critics. very high for critics <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. I was surprised. Audience only seventy three percent. I was surprised by that. I figured. I, I mean, maybe not ninety, but like I figured it would have been like in the eighties. At least. Yeah. And usually the audience is higher because people are not as judgmental as critics. Yeah. And in this case... I mean, we are, but... (laughs) Yeah, like, critics pick apart everything and that'll, like, usually, like, lower a score. Yeah. Because just enjoying something. Yeah, you're looking for Thinking about it while people will just enjoy it and give it, like, a big thumbs up. So, I don't know who was rating it that didn't like it. Like, come on. Yeah. I like it more than 73%. Mm-hmm. I'm more on the critic side than the audience side of this score. Yeah. I really love it. It's really beautiful. Yeah. I think the story is great. I can't think of any, like, major flaws is my no, thing. Me neither. It's no just... major flaws. It's beautiful. Yeah. Good movie. Yes. And it's... You could say that it's a kid's movie because it's about a little girl, but it's not 
I don't find it like over. That. Yeah, it's not like a movie that I sit there and I'm like, oh, like it's overly kiddie. Like some of my favorite kids' movies, yeah. you know. No, like you can. It's just as good a story as an adult. It's like, simple enough to be a kids' movie because yeah. it has that classic kind of fairy tale story. But it's very smart. Yeah, I think. And like, there's. Like we said, Coraline's, like, a great little role model for kids, so, Mm -hmm. like, there's lots of good stuff there that certainly don't write it off as a kid's movie. Agreed. Agreed. (laughs) All right, should we talk about some 3D Let's talk about 3D. Ooh. 3D. (laughs) Is that how 3D works? (laughs) Ghosts? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Ghost 3D. <laughs> oh, wow. Those pictures. <laughs> you can look at them with the other glasses. Um, Do these ones work on them? I don't know. <laughs> oh, a little bit. A little bit, yeah. The black and white one's The black and white one's good. Isn't this fascinating listening to us <laughs> to look us at 3D things. images? Okay. Okay. Tish did some 3D image research. Yes. I'm just going to give you, like, a brief history. Yes. I thought there would be so much more, like, research to do. It was like, oh, i got to, like, get on, like, the internet, do all this research for this podcast, so I have something to talk about. So much more dedicated. I'm like, I'm going to go to work and go to Tish's house and watch a movie. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I didn't have to work, so. Um, But once you kind of grasp the concept, you realize that it hasn't changed that much in, like, a hundred (laughs) years. So there's not a ton of... I thought there would be, like, all this history and, like, technology to figure out. It's really Slow actually very moving simple. technology. It's very simple and it hasn't really changed much. Yeah. The basic idea of 3D, either picture or moving picture, is that we have two eyes to see what? things. <laughs> Which means that we are combining two images in our brain and that's what makes, you know, like, real life 3D. That gives that's us what our gives depth, us depth perception. perception. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because our eyes are spaced apart. Yeah. So, a 3D image works by giving you two images to look at, one for your right eye, one for your left eye, that when you put them together, gives you that illusion of depth. Yes, on a flat surface. Yes. So, originally... So far, I'm with you. Good. Got Good. it. Um, so, the first kind of 3D thing was not long after just photography was really starting, was um, a stereograph, stereoscope, no, stereoscopic image, stereograph, um, which is basically two images. Um, Like I said, how they made Coraline, just the camera's like slightly, like eye width apart, and then you put those two beside each other and you just look at them really closely, like through a little viewer thing, and your mind puts them together and makes it look 3D. Okay. Pretty simple. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to a little bit more complicated, either still images, and definitely when we start to get into 3D movies, which was a lot earlier than you think, like as soon as they were making movies, they were making 3D movies, like in the 30s. And like, it's not a new fancy thing. Like, no, I told it's you. really not. It's been along for a long time. It's very simple. So they started with, um, let's see, this is called Anaglyph 3D. Which is the two different colors in your eyes and your glasses, which the, everyone is, yeah, at least our age will be familiar with. Kids the, these like days the probably don't know. <laughs> blue or whatever. Yeah. So 
you have probably, if you have a random 3D glasses like I have lying around, or, they I mean, are... Ev- who hasn't worn, like, the white... Yeah, white cardboard. white cardboard with, like, the <laughs> red blue and, and blue. Red and blue, right. Yeah. So, do this is the one I have, I guess, they call it cyan, that light blue. Mm-hmm. So, the left eye is pure red, the right eye is pure cyan, which is green, green and blue. blue. Yeah. And it does color, but poor reds and good greens. Um, I'm looking at a chart on Wikipedia. If mm-hmm. you want to look at links, will be in the blog. But I'm just going to say, like, it started with red and green, or red and blue, and that was just in monochrome. So you could do, like, a grayscale image, and that would give you the 3D, because yeah. you would just kind of ignore the colors. And um, so then they kind of moved through different color combinations. The one that we use today with the Coraline movie it's called trioscopic, which is green on the left eye and pure magenta on the right eye, and magenta is red and blue. Mm-hmm. So it does color better, according to this chart. We found that it was still dull. The blues really stood out. The, and the blues were stood good. Out. The yellow was good. Yeah. It's also kind of a tricky movie to judge it because it does have kind of a dull look. But I feel like they may have done that with pops of color. Of the three D. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. But it, yeah, I don't know if it would look different in a more bright, colorful, in-your-face range of colors mm-hmm. movie. This was like kind of subdued color palette with big pops of color occasionally. Yeah. Like her hair and stuff. Um, and the way the color thing works, obviously, is like you block well, your one eye, one eye will see the image. Whatever. <laughs> I'm trying to explain it. When I see one, sees one image because it has like pink over it, so it's not seeing pinks. And then the other one is like, yeah, not. Have you ever done those like that test to see if you're colorblind? Yeah, it's kind of like one of those, but because you have a color of your eye, it's blocking that color out. Played a game or something where you can only read like the message if you put on like red. Clue Junior. Yeah, like you put on a red lens in front of your yeah. eye, and then it makes everything red, so the not red stuff stands out. Yeah, or, or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Anyway, that's how it works. So it's basically again like one eye sees one thing, the other eye sees something else. Yeah, different it's the images. Same. It's two it's images. Just, will it's be the same projected. way of doing it, it's just using two different colored glasses so that. You don't have to hold two images right up to your eye. It can be one image, but because of the colors, it yes. makes it two images. So it is still, like, in the movies, two images projected slightly, mm-hmm. like, apart, yeah. different. Which is what it looks like when you're, you're watching eyes. 3D and you're not wearing glasses. Yeah, you know what it looks like. And then the colors kind of block out each color for each eye and puts it all together. And it's 3D. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, I thought that was interesting because I didn't realize until I got this out again that it was green and pink yeah. instead of blue and red, red and blue, and that that is actually, you can't just mix and match. It's not just for fun. It's no, it actually... how it works and how you can see colors better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's kind of the basic gist of how it started and kind of developed from just red and green being monochrome and they've developed it so that you could see colors better and obviously we've done away with that for a while and we started doing the new the real d i don't know that's what it's called here but like i mean and it took a it took i guess 
I mean, because the 80s, when there was a big 3D boom in the 80s, yeah. that was the cardboard glasses, wasn't it? Wasn't that, like, red and blue? I don't know. I wasn't here in the 80s. <laughs> I wasn't here in the 80s either. I <laughs> thought maybe you'd come across in your research. No, because it just stayed the same since, like, the 50s. I know. That's why I'm but saying, I, like, I think it was, like, the... But it was, like, popular back then because it was a newer thing. Yeah. And well, and then they had... It kind of keeps having, like, little, little booms comebacks. of popularity. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, like, in my lifetime, there was... The reason I have that random pair of red and blue is because there was some TV show that was going to do a special 3D part and, like, the glasses came in the TV guide that week so you can watch it. I remember, like, I had the little, um, viewfinder, the orange thing that you put the little slides into, the 3D thingies. I had that when I was a kid and then, like, I remember getting, like, a couple pairs of the glasses and, like, cereal boxes and stuff like that. And, like, the like back was... would have, like, a 3D image on it. Yeah. yeah. Just little stuff like that. Yeah. But, like, big movies were not made no. in 3D because it didn't look that good. Yeah. Because it looks... But, but they... then they came up with this, this... new thing, which yeah. uses polarized light, which, to be honest, I still don't completely understand, but <laughs> it's still the same thing of one eye is different from the other. Well, yeah, that's the basis, I think. Polarized light is... (laughs) This is what I don't completely understand, but whatever. Light is light waves. We're not scientists, okay? Yeah, okay. (laughs) So light, light waves. Mm -hmm. uh, Polarized means they're, like, kind of waving in different directions or, like, different patterns. So if you polarize one one way and polarize it the other way whatever different they create different images light is getting through each eye so again projecting two images or two different like types of light that are coming to your eyes but only one for each eye and it's like they do it with light instead of color that's what you're telling me instead of blocking it out with yeah colors it's different types of light sure Polarization yeah. of light. <laughs> Whatever that means. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> and then there's just a little I thing I got about, you as much as I'm going to get you. <laughs> yeah, I don't really like it. Um, and they even improved that from being linearly polarized, which meant you could not tilt your head at all when you're watching it, or the, they wouldn't line up. And now they do the polarized light is like... Circularly polarized. Oh, that's so... That would be so weird. Like, you'd have to, like, Stay very still. Yeah. I think even, like, with these that we just Probably. watched, if we tilted our head, it wouldn't line up anymore. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so apparently now that's circularly polarized, but it's still, that's what I mean, it's the same basic concept. Yeah. One eye sees one thing, and one eye sees another thing. And it makes it, yeah. But this way, they don't have the color problems. Yeah. They can do full color, right? You can do full color, but... It does dim it a little bit. As yes, we've seen. well, because they're like sunglasses. I mean, yeah. they're dark. They're so. filtering out half the light. Yeah. Basically. So, so. I mean, as soon as you do that, of course, color is going to be different. But. Um. So yeah. So that's how 3D glasses work. Cool. Hasn't changed Did much. Have- well, and that's the thing. Like, it's not a new technology. The technology for 3D has been around. For a long as time. long as photography has been around, basically, yeah. we understood that we have two and, eyes, and, and that's it, how depth perception like, works. And I understand that, like, when I was a kid, it was like, cool. The, I love the thing on the back of the cereal box. Yeah. Why do we keep doing 3D movies? I don't understand why they keep being popular. There's little spikes yeah. of them throughout the history of film. Like, 
you know. And then just, like, the last, what, like, five years at least? I know, but, like, I... A, I don't want to pay that much more for a movie ticket. No. B, I'm not going to sit at home and wear fucking stupid-ass glasses to watch a movie. Uh, yeah. Like, well, I guess I did today. But this <laughs> was specifically for a 3D podcast. I could see doing it for, like, a couple minutes to kind of be like, oh, cool. But, like, yeah, it's I not... Even the newer technology, it's just... It's rarely worth it because it's doesn't change what you're seeing that much. No. Like, it's still... You understand that it's three-dimensional, that you're watching a movie. You can still get lost in the movie. Like... I know. And most of the times, it's not... Things aren't flying at your face and making it, like, really interactive and cool. Like, you're like, oh, it's like I can reach out and touch it. It's not no, like that. It's, it's little it's, things. And I feel like when they are, like, flying at my face, I feel like it's, like... Too much. It's like... Well, like, yeah. Like, I feel like it's gimmicky then. Well, thing is gimmicky. It's I know. Just, not, yeah. I know. It's a money grab, but... Yeah. I don't know. And, like, for me, like, I wear glasses. Okay, so I have to wear... Pretty much have to wear contacts if I'm watching it in 3D with any sort of glasses, mm -hmm. which are not comfortable for me, and I do not actually like that much. It's, no. I know that sounds like a stupid little complaint, but, like, that's it's a big not. deal when I wear glasses all the time. To, yeah, to your movie-watching experience now involves, like, an accessory on your face, like, impedes your vision, literally. Well, and it's changing how you literally see things. I just, I always feel like it actually takes me out of the movie more, because yeah. I'm usually uncomfortable. That's a personal mm -hmm. contacts issue, because I'm always like, oh, that one doesn't feel right, and, like, my eyes are really dry. But, like, on top of that, I'm always like, oh, the glasses are slipping, and, like, oh, it's not, like, perfect, like, I can kind of, you know what I mean? And yeah. then I'm, like, more focused on that than, like, the movie. Yeah, I find, even though sometimes it can look good and just adds a little bit of, like, ooh, extra 3D-ness, I find anytime a camera is moving across the mm -mm. screen, across mm -mm -mm. the image, it's just a fucking blur. Mm -hmm. It's, you cannot, it's not 3D, it's not even good. No. It's a fucking mess. That's, Whereas if it's it was like just motion 2D, sickness. <laughs> yeah, I just find... Yeah, you couldn't do, like, a movie where the camera moves, like, handheld and stuff. It would just be a fucking oh, blur. God. It's yeah. so bad. Cloverfield 3D. <laughs> Did they do that in 3D? It must no. Have been a fucking mess. I don't think... So. No. 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 Okay. People were getting, like, sick from that. As I it know. was. Um, yeah, the last thing I saw in theaters in 3D was Mad Max, and only because I couldn't not see it in 3D. That's the other issue. And it just... It did take away from the look of it, actually, because it's a very beautiful movie. Oh, yeah. And, and it's, so stylized. Yeah. And, like, a lot of movement, yeah. not just camera movement, oh, yeah. stuff moving, and you cannot see it as clearly with the 3D effect. Like, I watched it at home not that long ago again, and I was like, oh, it's so beautiful. I know. The last thing I saw was Book of Life. Lucky. I haven't seen 3D since then. I do make extra effort to not see things in 3D. I did see one of the Harry Potters in 3D as well. I have a Harry Potter 3D experience to share. Okay. <laughs> if we're talking about that. You can Well, that can was share. the last thing I saw before this new polarized thing came out. I saw the the Order of the Phoenix, the mm -hmm. one where at the end they're in the room with all the prophecies and the balls. Yeah. It was in... Was that with like a blue and red type of a... Yeah, the, the okay. two colors... And it was just, it wasn't the whole movie. It was, like, a 20-minute sequence at the end. It, like, mm -hmm. told you when to put on your glasses. 
Oh my god, that's like old 3D now. <laughs> yeah. It was, even then, it was like, this new polarizing had not come out, so it wasn't like 3D was normal, so 3D was still like a rare thing, and they only did it for part of the movie, and it was kind yeah. of like a gimmicky, like, cool thing, because like, no movies came out in 3D. Yeah. Like, like I said, there have been random things, like on TV or something, where you had out 3D glasses, but this was like... The first. Cool, and it yeah. was like, it just, I remember it just looked... Like, they couldn't have filmed it in 3D, because that wasn't a thing yet. So it was, looked very layered. Mm. Like, obvious. Like, it wasn't true 3D as now we see like it. Like, obviously, two images kind of side by side. <laughs> yeah, like, if he was holding, like, the glass ball in his hand, that, like, his hand and the ball would be just a flat image, and then, like, he would be a flat image, and then the things behind him would be flat, you know? Yeah. Several flat That's layers. That's like the viewfinder. Yeah. Yeah. Not the same as taking two cameras from two different perspectives and putting together. Yeah. It was taking one and it defining it like up. the fullness. Defining it up into layers and then telling your eyes how to see those layers apart. So it was... <laughs> My Harry Potter was with the polarized because it was, I think, like the last oh, yeah. one. And the, there was most of the movie I could have cared less. There was only one two-second moment from the entire movie that I was like, oh, that's cool in 3D. That's it. Yeah. And it's when they had, like, the dome around, like, Hogwarts, mm -hmm. and, like, that burned up, and oh, it was yeah. all little pieces, kind of. Oh, cool. And that was cool. And I was like, I don't feel like that was worth, like, the extra $10 for the yeah. ticket, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like what you gain in a movie is either nothing or so little that, like, I just don't see the point of it. And, like, they're more expensive to make, and I just don't get it. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping it will I'm fade out, but too. they keep making, like, oh, they're making, like, TVs and stuff. Like, they're really sticking to this. I know. I'm so, so just like, keeping, like, next, let it die. Yeah, they're sticking to it like it's the next technology. Like, we went from film to digital, now everything's 3D, and it's not an improvement. No. It's just something else you can do with digital. Yeah. But I agree, it's not an improvement. No. It's it's not the next step. It's something else it's, that you can it's do. It's lateral. It's, it's a lateral else. movement, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's just... I can see 3D going somewhere, like, now with virtual reality things and games and, like... For sure. There's a, a use sort for of it. 3D experience where you can actually, like, look around like you're in the movie. Like, that kind of stuff I can see being useful. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, this but is just not that. This technology, it's like, it's just no. No. And for the most part, they do it to live action movies, which just looks super weird. Yeah, if I watch, if I watch 3D, I'd prefer it be animated. Yeah, like Book of Life, it didn't look bad. No. But like Mad Max, I was like, no. I remember. Because I feel like it makes it look like, unreal. Yeah. It makes you know it what I mean? Really weird. And so. Like the whole life, point is that I'm to... trying to pretend that this is real. Yeah. <laughs> like, the first couple ones I saw, um, I don't know what year, like, nine, like 2008, maybe? Yeah. Around this time. Coraline came out in 2009, so it was probably, yeah, around, probably then around then. That it was becoming pot a thing. Like, I saw, like, Monsters vs. Aliens or something, and then I saw Up. 
and like those looked really good. All solos in two D. <laughs> Monsters vs. Aliens was cool. There were some parts where like things were kind of like in your face and like floating in front of you. So we were like, "Ooh, this is so cool!" Yeah. Up, there weren't a lot of like three D moments, but I felt like the style of animation, the three D, just kind of made it look real and like it looked good. Yeah, I thought it didn't take away from it. And then I saw Avatar in 3D, and the live-action part was just super weird, and it wasn't that, like, layered thing, but it almost was. Like, it reminded me of that, and I was just like, this is weird and fake and so unnecessary. The animated part looked okay, because it's just, I don't know, it feels more natural for animation, because they're making it for it, but real life is real life. You don't need to remind me that it's 3D. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Now I just, I try to avoid it, but it's so hard because all the good times are given to the 3D. Because they make more money on it. That's why they... They think people want it, but... I don't even know if they think people want it. I think it's that they make more money when it's 3D, and people, if they want to see the movie, will go to the 3D, right? Just like you had to go see Mad Max in 3D. Yeah. Like, if you want to see... It's so hard for us to, like, go see movies together as a group, because we're, like... We need, like, an evening time, and they're all 3D. Like, oh, we can't go see it in 2D at, like, 1 p.m. And none of us are that interested in it, so... Yeah. Yeah. Really... I don't know. I'm still keep hoping it's going to die out. I just want... Yeah, I want it to die out because it's... I feel like it's just an... Plus, they make them... It's not like a... Like, they turn it into 3D. Like, they make stuff in 3D. Like, they film it in 3D, mm-hmm. which costs them more, which means... I know. They're spending more money on movies, and so we have to spend more money on movies. Yeah. Like, even if we don't... That's what I'm saying. Like, the movies are more expensive, because you have... Generally, I think it's, like, two cameras mounted together, right? Yeah. Because like, they have the two lenses, obviously. And then special stuff like this, and, it yeah. might be, like, a different kind of setup. But, like, it's not just that it costs us more to go see it. Like, it costs movie makers more, more. money. Which means that, like, There's it less just money feeds to this spend whole, them. like, blockbuster thing that we have. Like, big movies are getting bigger and nobody wants to make the smaller movies. Yes, yeah, exactly. There's less, there's no money to spend on little movies either because yeah. they're spending it on things like 3D and, you know. Which no one fucking likes anyway. No. <laughs> or at least we don't. <laughs> We're not the only ones. I think all my friends prefer yeah. not 3D. That's the thing. Like, I don't know anyone that prefers And some 3D. people can't watch 3D. Well, I don't... I don't get overly motion sick. The odd thing, maybe. Mm-hmm. But, like, just even... Just the fact that I have to put contacts in to go see a movie, I'm pretty much out. Yeah, and I'm sure there are people who have other vision problems that can't for put in sure. contacts, can't put on those glasses over top of their glasses, or they only have one I eye. Know, I know, I would say, can't. I know a guy with only one eye. He can't watch 3D. Yeah. I just feel like it should be at least more of an option or something, but like I said, they're making them 3D. I know. As if that's becoming the norm, and it shouldn't be. I agree. And I don't think it is. I really think it's just a case of they keep making it, we keep seeing it because it's our only option. Yeah, so then they keep making it. Yeah. Like they say, like, people don't watch women in movies. Like, because you're not giving us any to watch. It's the industry's creating the cycle of it. Yeah. For sure. I I think it's gonna. I think as, like, this new cool 3D, like, virtual reality stuff comes out, which is more for gaming and those specific experiences. 
maybe they'll move on to that and forget. Leave our movies alone. Or we'll just say fuck it and I'll never see a movie in a theater again. (laughs) And I'll wait until I can get it when it comes out on DVD. Until they ruin that. Make everything 3D, 3D. I think we're a ways from that. (laughs) If it sticks, we're. I know, I'm just saying. Because that, yeah, that would suck. Yep. If it was like. Even when you stream it, it's like 3D, you're like, fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking like now how we went from DVD to Blu-ray, and now it's like that DVD is being phased out, and that like DVD players, like if you want a new movie, they still make it on DVD and Blu-ray, but it's like a combo pack sometimes. Well, I think Blu-ray players will play DVDs. No. I don't know. I don't have a Blu-ray player. I have I a PS3s either. now. I just realized that, like, oh, I can buy Blu-rays now. I have a PS3. Yeah, I don't know. I only have a DVD player. I'm old, but old, like that's, old school like that. That's on its way of, like, transitioning out. Yeah. DVDs. But it also has been years. in, like, for 15 years. Blu-ray's been around for 15 years? No, but they've been, like, it's not, like, something, like, new. Like, it's been taking its time to yeah. transition. You know. Just like, like VHS to DVD took its time. It wasn't, like, overnight. We like to think yeah. now, looking back on it, that it was overnight. But it, it wasn't. It was... No, I remember a, some Took time. Overlap. There's just... I feel like there's a huge difference between VHS and DVD, and there's, like, a difference between DVD and Blu-ray. I think there's a big difference. Because Blu-ray is, like, 1080... HD DVD is not even yes, like 720. But compared to the difference between VHS and DVD, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> just because DVD doesn't disintegrate that too. There's that too. There's that too. <laughs> and just the control. Mm-hmm. That was a big difference. Yeah. Menus and special features. A and big, not having to rewind having was a really rewind. big thing for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anything else? I don't know. 3D, I think we've discussed it. Yeah. Well, guys, you can email us your 3D thoughts at inthemoviespodcast at gmail.com, which I now officially have memorized. <laughs> okay, <laughs> congratulations. only took me, like, six months. <laughs> And, like I said, there's always more stuff on the blog, links to all the trailers and stuff we're talking about. I'll link to um, the Wikipedia and stuff that I read about 3D mm. if you're interested in learning more. Maybe you'll understand polarized light. Maybe I just Better than we did. Maybe I just didn't give myself enough time. I was just kind of trying to understand it in terms of how 3D glasses work. But So, you can have fun learning more about that. So, thanks for listening. Have a good week. Bye.